I'm scared because I'm getting older and my asthma, it don't seem to be improving. You know, one day I might be good. Next day I'll be like, oh God, here I go again. When you can't breathe, nothing else matters. It don't matter about your heart. It don't matter about your, you know, head or whatever. If you can't breathe, it's over. From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Darcy Moran, and this is We Lived It. We Lived It is a special audio project produced by the Free Press in partnership with the Michigan History Center. We're telling stories of the pandemic to bring us together now, but we're also preserving these stories for future generations. This week, we bring you the experience of those who are most affected by COVID-19, those with pre-existing conditions. Reporter Nisa Khan brings the story. That is my biggest fear. And that's why I'm so petrified about this COVID. And I try to just, every day I just pray and pray that it doesn't happen to me. That is Shari Duncan, born in Detroit and has lived there almost all her life. Shari has a severe form of asthma that has caused her and all of our six children to be hospitalized multiple times throughout their lives. I have had three kids at the same time with severe asthma attacks in the hospital and myself at the same time. Two of my children been intubated like two, two and three times. One went into cardiac arrest when she was five because she couldn't breathe. I look back now and I'm like, how? But I made it. Shari calls them the asthma family because of me and all my kids, you know, with the severe asthma. It was 1989 where Shari had her first run with severe asthma. My daughter was like five years old and she woke up and her uh, chest was contracting and she couldn't breathe. We rushed her to the hospital and as soon as we got to the hospitals, the doctors, they took her out of our arms and took her in the back and it, it was like, it seemed like forever before they came out and got us and they were like, she has asthma this bad and you never knew she had it. No, we didn't, you know. So um, from then on, it seemed like every child that I had afterwards, they came out with upper respiratory infections. Looking back, Shari's in awe that they made it. Every morning before she went to work, she would distribute medications to each child. Every night, Shari and her husband would wake up in the middle of the night, visiting each room to make sure that each child was still breathing. Every day, barely sleeping, me and my husband would get up, go around to the rooms, touching them to see if they were breathing. Um, before I even went to work in the morning, we had to distribute medications and put them on the nappalizer. It's hard to describe, but it's like somebody's just taking your neck and twisting it, and then you got a, a little bitty hole of air, and you're trying to breathe through that hole to get it through. <gasps> you know, so you know, and you be like, this is it. A lot of times I, I said to myself, this is it. I'm out. You know, I know I'm going to die. Shari's a caseworker at Henry Ford Hospital, and she is passionate about asthma awareness. And her personal experience is a huge reason for her involvement in asthma education. From speaking events to working with organizations like the American Lung Association, Shari is dedicating to making sure that people are taking asthma seriously. She also plans Asthma Awareness Month in the city of Detroit. The beginning of the year, there were so many plans and so many meetings and everything is just on hold. I was excited. <laughs> you know, I was really excited about this year because it seems like each year, asthma and may the asthma awareness get better and better but right before may 2020 asthma awareness month the COVID 19 pandemic broke out in michigan 
it quickly became known to Americans that COVID-19 targeted the lungs, and those with pre-existing conditions, like asthma, were vulnerable to it. And with asthma as severe as hers, Shari was terrified. It almost seemed like every day she was losing someone to COVID. Because I, I just can't chance getting sick. Exactly. I've had pneumonia before, and that's scary. So that's like pneumonia times three. Because that pneumonia, like the doctor told me, he's scared if I get pneumonia again, then I'm not going to be here. Shari went under lockdown. She cleaned her apartment, trying to be as close to dustless as possible. This is my routine when I come into my home. I open my door, take off my shoes at the door, get go to the kitchen, dispose of my gloves in the garbage can, get the hand sanitizer or either some soap, wash my hands. My mask is still on my face. After I wash my hands, that's when I take off my mask and my coat. So once I do that, I spray myself down with alcohol, my purse, and my keys. It's a daily routine for me now. I'm very scared of that. One of the bigger causes of isolation was being apart from her tight-knit family. Her children range from 20 to 42, but they're all still teenagers to her. Your family seems like so close in and so much love in your family. And also such a huge part of the com- like of your community too, like with these event planning. It's just like, it feels like a lot of isolation as well. It is. And I, I like I said, I live by myself. And just being up here, a lot of times I would be at my kids' house, one of my grandkids' house because they're grown too. Or I just want my life back. Yeah. I just want my life back, and I'm trying to adjust to it. But when you're, like, by yourself, it's kind of like a mental drainage. You know, at least if the kids or somebody's around, you could be like, stop that, don't do that, be quiet, you know? You kind of miss those kind of days, especially when you're by yourself. In May, Shari would go to their homes and park in the driveway, chatting with her daughters as they sat on their porch. Their usual hugs and kisses were gone. No chasing after grandchildren. Everyone stayed six feet apart. Because of this COVID thing, I'm scared to even be around people. And I don't like that when I'm usually getting out and, you know, going in or, you know, just hanging out with them all day or whatever. Shari has been able to visit her children. But as of December, she has not met her youngest great-granddaughter, now five months old. I've seen her on FaceTime and that's it. And I have never seen her in person. I want to hold her so bad and just kiss her and love on her, but not right now. In the midst of a difficult and COVID-19 heavy winter, Shari's ready to stay home again. She's been hospitalized more than once since March, unrelated to COVID, and has visited urgent care. My biggest thing is dying by myself. You know, my mom died last year and she had an asthma attack. And she died, and we didn't know for a whole day. We kept calling her all that day and get there, and she's dead, and she has her inhaler in her hand. So it had to be that she was having an attack and she died. And that is my biggest fear. I don't want to be like that. I don't I don't want to do it. That's a terrible feeling, seeing your mom being carried out of her house in a body bag, you know. So hopefully this COVID go away, which I don't know, but... Hopefully, if we all do what we're supposed to do, maybe it'll go away. I don't see why people are mad about it, because this may be not you, but it could be the next person or your grandma or your aunties or somebody, and people need to practice. This is something we should have done all the time. So it's a lesson in it that after this is over, continue to do what you got to do to protect yourself.
We Lived It is reported and produced by Carrie Jr. II, Tad Davis, and me, Darcy Moran. Thanks to Nisa Khan for sharing this with us. We also owe a special thanks to our partners at the Michigan History Center and Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marianne Struman and Anjanette Delgado. Our editor is Peter Batia. Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours, please, by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. That's 313-288-0370. And check out Freep.com to learn more.